If this broadcast reaches any other survivors, I just want you to know that I'm here. I am on the west coast of the United States. I have plenty of supplies and a shelter with electricity and plenty of weapons. If you come anywhere near my bunker, you may be shot on sight. I repeat, you are not welcome. <laughs> oh, Art, you can be so funny when you're threatening violence against innocent people. Innocent? I think not. This is no joke. I take this very seriously. A massive group of birds woke me up while I was in my tent this morning. I don't think the birds can no. understand your threat. I'm not talking to the birds. This can't be a coincidence. There must be someone out there doing this. Wow, maybe you are more like Art than I thought, concerned about the goings-on of wildlife and all. But you just have to learn to accept that these are strange times. Just last year, we had an issue with snowman multiplication. The birds could be the same thing. Maybe it started off just as one. That's different, because I know the snowman was... Uh, the... Was what? Nothing. Anyway, I'm sure you're just entirely too paranoid right now. What's next? Are the trees talking to you? <laughs> Why? What have you heard? I think it's more important to ask, what have you heard? Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of... Um, th this podcast that we always do. Yes, listeners of From A to Z with Art and Zoe, thanks for joining us. I'd especially like to thank you for listening from a distance and not approaching our bunker. Sure. Today's topic is navigating social situations. Contrary to what my co-host's negative comments have implied, Art and I are not actually all that antisocial. But we also aren't very social. That's just the state of the world. There have been very few opportunities to be social. But in the before times, I was somewhat of an extrovert, while Art certainly leans more towards an introvert personality. That makes a lot of sense because he's a nerd. Wait, I forgot. It's me. I'm the stupid nerd. Don't be so hard on nerds. Being a nerd doesn't automatically make you an introvert. And as we've all observed, being an introvert doesn't make you talk any less. Though that's a very common misconception. I think the biggest misconception about us extroverts is that every social interaction comes easily to us, and that just isn't true. Maybe I'm speaking for myself here, but I don't think any one person has really perfected every type of social interaction. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I've got all social situations locked down. I'm life of the party. Everyone loves me. I can think of at least one person who can't stand you. All the more reason to remind you all that Art and I are not experts on any topic. I can agree with that. With that, let's dive right into our first letter. Hello, Art and Zoe. I got invited to a work holiday party and I'm nervous about going. I've only been at my job for four months and I'm the newest hire. I'm the youngest person in management by far, but I have just as many years of experience doing my job, if not more, than they do. But every time we get into a room, I can't help but notice the casual jabs at my age and lack of professionalism. Even though my boss has never said anything to me, I start to wonder if I should even be in this position. This party is outside of business hours, and it's at the boss's house. I don't really seem to get along with anyone personally, and I, I think I may have been invited just because my boss felt like they had to. Should I go? Or politely decline? Thanks for the help. Corey. Well, Corey, I can't speak to your boss's intentions directly, but if you were invited, I'm sure they actually do want you there. 
It's a party. You should go and try to enjoy yourself. The part you seem to be struggling the most with is this feeling of not belonging. However, you said yourself you have just as much experience as everyone else does. So why do you feel that way? Do you think your boss feels bad about the fact that they can't turn a document into a PDF? Or that Tina still asks people how to use the quote-unquote new copier despite it being there for six years? Or that Jim doesn't even know how to format Excel for printing so every P&L review includes six extra pages at the end of each department that only show one column each? Or Kind of sounds like you might be speaking from personal experience there, Zoe. Of course I am. It's an advice show podcast. That's how it works. Corey, what this boils down to is something known as imposter syndrome. I know exactly what you're going through. It was very difficult for me to acknowledge that I am amazing despite my incredible success as a podcast host with millions of listeners at an unbelievably young age. But the day I did, I realized that it was only me that saw me as a failure or a fraud and everyone else knew I was, I am, awesome. You'll get there too one day. Art, do you have anything to add about you being an imposter? No, but my advice is a little bit sweeter and a little bit simpler and a lot better. It's called fake it till you make it, baby, and it's the only way to do anything. Yeah, I'm sure your years of management experience are great or whatever, but what you really need to do is get yourself on the level with your peers. Like it's cool and all to be able to format a PDF for printing on the new copy machine, but that means nothing in the real world. In the real world, your only job is to convince everyone else that you're better than they are. So whoever the next newest person on the management team is, you got to criticize everything they do, no matter how petty or tiny it is. And don't let up, no matter what. You just have to stick with it. Then, over time, you can start criticizing the staff members that have been there longer than you. Just one at a time, and get the others to join in too. You'll be so good at redirecting any issues to those people that no one will ever see what a big screw-up you are. Then, one day, you'll be the boss and you won't even have to know how to turn your computer on. Kind of sounds like you might be speaking from personal experience there, Art. Yeah, I am, and it works like a charm. Now that our listeners have heard some sound advice and then also the ravings of a lunatic, I think it's time for them to hear a word from our sponsors. Go ahead in three... Two, one. Wait, 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 wait. Where's my script? Oh, did I not give it to you? Here it is. Can I take some time to read it? I'm not really, like, good at reading out loud or anything. You must be joking, Art. You've been doing it for years on the podcast. Go ahead in three, two, one. Are you tired of unwanted house guests? Every darn day. No one blames you. They take up your space, eat your limited supplies, and even attack walking corpses. The word is attract. And even attract walking crops. It's corpses. You got it right the first time. I didn't know this whole thing was just going to be filled with tongue twisters to try to trick me. And even attract walking corpses. You don't want to be rude and tell them to go. But let's be honest. They're rude for staying in the first place. It's true, but what can I do? What you need is a simple solution. And by solution, I mean a solution of hydrogen chloride. Hydraulic acid. That's hydrochloric acid. Cadillac Escalade. Why would we be talking about a car? I didn't write the stupid thing. Never mind, I'll read the rest. And by solution, I mean a solution of hydrogen chloride. 
hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid? But how does it work? It's so simple, you see. I've got a bottle right here. Art, will you hand me that bottle and I'll show you how it works? Yeah, I, I don't know. This is starting to feel a little weird. You said this stuff is acid? It's really just a simple solution. Yeah, but of acid? Seems kind of dangerous. Don't worry, I'll spray you with some and show you it's completely harmless to me to do so. I just don't think that makes any Honey, sense. Honey, I'm home! Art! What the hell is going on here? Who are you? I'm Art, as in Art and Zoe. The more important question here is, who are you? I'm Art. This is my bunker. Zoe, did you invite this person? Absolutely not. I didn't have to be invited. It's me, Art, the one who helped find the bunker. Come on, Zoe, get them out of here. I'm not going anywhere, and Zoe didn't invite you. You need to leave. I think Zoe will have something to say about that. Zoe, it's me, your beloved husband, Art. You're not going to make me leave just because this imposter shows up trying to be me, are you? This is a joke, right? No, this is no joke. You need to say who the real Art is so they, I, could stay. And I'm not going to stay here with two Arts, so you had better make the other one leave. And the question is, how are you going to decide who the real one is? You look absolutely nothing alike. You sound nothing alike. You don't even behave like the same person. I've known Art for years. This is not a hard decision. Ha! That's what I thought. Now you better get out of my bunker, buddy, or there's going to be trouble. Get, get out. out! Leave now, and I won't hurt you. Wow. Unbelievable. You haven't heard the last of Brian, or me, Art, because that's who I am. You'll pay for throwing your husband out, Zoe. Oh my god, Art, I can't believe you're finally back. Are we going to talk about whatever that was? No. Yes. Later. I don't know. I just need to know if you're okay. You're, you're not injured or anything, are you? You've been eating? Yes, I'm fine. I feel perfectly healthy. Good. Ow! What was that for? What was that for? You've been missing for months, and then you just show up here like everything is okay? Where have you been? I told you so. I went to get milk. Not this again. Look, I know, I've been alone, and then weirdly not alone, but I can assure you, I have my mental faculties fully intact. I know you weren't out getting milk. Can we talk about this later? I need some time to rest. I'm just tired. I need some, some sleep. I'll sleep better in my own bed. I guess. But you owe me and the listeners an explanation. The listeners, they've been worried sick. They missed you. They thought you were never coming back. Some of them even thought you were dead and that we'd have to leave this country without you. They were so sad and lonely. They thought you abandoned them or were abducted. And they were scared what they would do without you, but they were afraid to give up. The listeners couldn't live with themselves knowing you might still be out there and in need of help that they were unable to provide. It's been a, a really hard time for them. The listeners? You're not still doing the show, are you? Of course I am. I'm doing it right now. And the listeners deserve to know what happened with you. Later. Please. I'm tired. 
And I prefer to talk about this with you when we aren't broadcasting for the world to know. Fine. I'll shut it off for now. But I expect answers! And soon! This is a message for other survivors. I will listen for a response on this frequency for 30 minutes after sundown each day. I am looking for other people to join the Survivors Network, and now that Art is finally back, together we can escape this horrible country. Reach out and let me know you're there. You, you are, are not, not alone. alone. Over.